0: on this Sunday morning. We often talk about density, especially in the city of Vancouver and the need for more density. It's certainly been part of the ongoing housing plan. But how does Vancouver compare when we look at other cities when it comes to density? Well, Joseph Filipowicz is a senior policy analyst with the Fraser Institute, also the author of a new report that takes a look at urban density and joins us on the line right now. Good morning to you. Good morning, Jill. Good morning. Uh, Walk us through, if you can, uh, how you compared Vancouver uh, to other cities uh, on this list uh, and and how Vancouver ranks when we take a look at uh, international cities and density.
1: Uh, Sure. So as as you know, Jill, Vancouver is a growing city. And as it continues to grow, uh, it faces pressures for higher population density. So that's people per square kilometre. And so what our study does is compare population density in several major Canadian cities and international counterparts, so that's including Vancouver. And uh, so what we find, you know, is that as it turns out, Canadian cities really aren't all that dense. Uh, So just to give you an example, um, Vancouver, which is Canada's densest major city, at about 5,500 people per square kilometer, is significantly less dense than San Francisco, just down the coast, which is uh, about 7,200 people per square kilometer.
0: All right. So what does that mean then? Because I would imagine, too, it it depends what neighbourhood you live in, whether you feel like you're in a highly dense neighbourhood or one where, as Vancouver, we know, also has a lot of single-family homes, which the current council seems to take issue with.
1: Yeah, You're absolutely right, Jill, is that, that density isn't necessarily the same all across the city. And that's an important, uh, I think that ties importantly with our finding, because if Vancouver, on average, is... is uh, about thirty percent less dense than San Francisco. I think it, it just speaks to how much room uh, there is to grow, especially in the outer areas of the city. Because we know that the downtown core is very dense, um, but really it's it's a really a, an island of density surrounded by a sea of uh, singly detached homes.
0: And, and does the study look? Are you looking at Vancouver proper or Metro Vancouver?
1: Uh, yes, that's a great question. We're looking at the city of Vancouver itself, uh, because metro areas vary greatly in size. So what we did was try to compare um, cities that were as, as like-to-like. So, so San Francisco and Vancouver are both about 110 to 120 square kilometers. Uh, and so that way, it's a lot more comparable to know how, much, you know how much space there is. So just to give you an idea, if, if San Francisco um, and Vancouver share the same, what we call, footprint. Geographically, well, it turns out San Francisco has 140,000 more people uh, than Vancouver. So that's like if you had the city of Coquitlam added to Vancouver within the same geographic area, just to, to give you an idea.
0: And so, what do you walk away from this? Is it that Vancouver should be building up, or uh, as a dense city, it still it still has a lot of room to uh, become even denser?
1: Well, that, that's that's a great question, and um, as the, you know, as it turns out. Uh, rental vacancies are historically low. Somewhere like in in Vancouver, I mean, it's uh, every year it's below one percent. So there's clearly a lot of there's clearly a lot of demand to live here, right? And so if the city wishes to grow more, um, I think it's kind of a good news story that there's plenty of room to do that. So it's important to compare just to see how much room there is to underscore how much room there is to grow upwards if that's what Vancouverites choose to do.
0: Uh, because I think people can be a bit, a bit taken aback by that in that there are parts of the city where uh, we have grown up, like you said, it's kind of this island uh, of high-rises, uh, but some would argue that that does change the neighbourhood. It changes the feel of neighbourhoods. It uh, it certainly does uh, change uh, the chemistry in neighbourhoods. So are there other ways? Uh, because there has also been talk in Vancouver of row housing, townhomes, uh, duplexes, triplexes and such. Are there other ways uh, that cities have found a way to become more dense? to have more living space without just becoming a a city of skyscrapers.
1: You're absolutely right, Jill, and and ultimately it will have to be a product of discussions that Vancouverites have. But just to give you an example that that speaks to what what you just mentioned, um, the city of Toronto is about 2.6 million people. Um, Brooklyn, the New York borough, is about 2.6 million people as well, but it's about one-third the size of, uh, of Toronto. And what's interesting about Brooklyn is that it's not traditionally associated with um, skyscrapers, right? It's more associated with uh, with uh, the beautiful old brownstone uh, townhomes or walk-up apartments, etc. So it, it's more of a gentle density that's spread across the whole city, and, and that's one of many ways to do density. And I think that's another important takeaway from this study: is that you know, if, if Vancouverites right, or if anyone uh, in Canada's major cities wants more density, or if that's the only way certain cities can grow, well, there's plenty—not only plenty of room to do it, but there's plenty of ways to do it.
0: Although if we look at Toronto, and I know it's comparing Toronto to Brooklyn, but it's it's comparing Toronto to Vancouver is a bit different, isn't it? Because Toronto amalgamated. If we were comparing Toronto, the size of it would be similar to Metro Vancouver, not Vancouver proper.
1: You're absolutely right. The city of Toronto is about the size of Metro Vancouver, and, and, and the former city of Toronto, um, before amalgamation, is actually denser than Vancouver. It's, it's about 7,000 people per square kilometer. It's like San Francisco versus uh, Vancouver's 5,500 people per square kilometer. So that's another interesting finding, is that if Toronto uh, had not uh, amalgamated, the city of Toronto would probably be Canada's densest uh, major city.
0: Hmm. Um, what kind of a reaction are you getting to this? Because I have seen some people that already feel like it's it's uh, crowded, the, the streets are congested, dr- Congested driving in Vancouver is difficult, finding parking in Vancouver is difficult, and this idea of becoming even more dense, I think, frightens a lot of people.
1: Well, for sure, and, and that's part of, you know, first off, we're not trying to be prescriptive here, right? What people want to do is ultimately what uh, what what they end up choosing. Um it's more about you know having discussions of, uh, surrounding if this city wants to keep growing, and and I think that by and large the reaction's been either quite positive or or just quite shocked at how relatively not dense Canadian cities are. I mean I mean Canada is a, a very urban country when when uh, you think about the fact that about eighty percent of us live in cities, um, and it turns out that our our urban um, habitat is a lot less dense than it would be in other parts of the world, especially the the high income world in, in the U.S., uh, you know, in, in parts of Europe, etc. So um, I think it was more just a huh, you know, kind of an aha moment. We're really not all that dense, and you know, should we choose to grow upwards, there's plenty of room to do that.
0: And I found it interesting too, in this in the study, in the findings with Hong Kong being number one and Paris being number two. Uh, if you, being to having been to both of those cities, they feel completely different. So is that because they've they've done it in a different way?
1: That's, that's, once again, absolutely correct, is that density is done differently in different cities. I mean, Paris has height restrictions. As far as I know, Hong Kong doesn't, or less so. Um, so it's really, it's really interesting that Paris chooses or has chosen to densify over the last 200 or so years in a way that is um, you know, no more than seven stories right up to the street um, and a uh, heavy emphasis on um, you know, streetscapes which is quite different from, from Hong Kong, which has uh, you know a lot of towers, especially in the downtown area. So that's, that's a very unique way of growing. Uh, Paris is a very unique way of growing. They're both about as dense. Uh, and I thought that was super interesting.
0: Uh, so has Paris then gone the route of urban sprawl? Because if you're that dense, the people need to be somewhere.
1: Well, the city of Paris is actually the size of the city of Vancouver. It's about 100 square kilometers. Um, so it's quite interesting that they just fit more people in the same urban footprint. Maybe they make better use of parks instead of having yards, et cetera. So it's, it's really about choices that Parisians make every day um, versus choices that Vancouverites make every day. And that's not something that I can speak to.
0: <laughs> no, I, I, you're right, though. It is, it is interesting to think about it like, when you think of where everybody is. And you're right. When I think back now, it's not you don't see the neighborhoods with the single-family homes, but you do see a lot of the smaller apartment buildings and the smaller, more character-feeling neighborhoods.
1: Yeah, certainly. Um, And and as I mentioned, Paris is the same size as uh, as Vancouver geographically, same size as San Francisco. It just might be more natural to Vancouver to compare with uh, with San Francisco because it's just down the coast. Um, Because Barcelona is also the same size as as Vancouver geographically, about 105 square kilometers, and uh, it has three times the density of Vancouver. It's got about 100 sorry 1.6 million inhabitants. So it's it's another example of a very dense but vibrant city. Um, And should should people choose that type of density, which, once again, is not associated with skyscrapers. Um, That's one way of doing it.
0: Were you surprised by any of the cities uh, and the cities that came out uh, either being overly dense or not so dense?
1: Well, another interesting finding is that Vancouver is is more dense on average than its uh, two Cascadian partners, right, Portland and Seattle. Uh, Of course, part of that is driven by the fact that um, those two cities are larger geographically, like their city... um, jurisdiction is larger than Vancouver's. So, um, you know, that could be driving why they have relatively lower densities. But it was interesting that Vancouver is the most dense Cascadian city.
0: Hmm, Definitely. Uh, Joseph, we'll leave it there. Uh, It is uh, very interesting numbers, especially looking at the cities around the world. Uh, Thank you so much for taking some time to be with us this morning. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Jill. I appreciate
0: it. All right. Have a good rest of your day. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.